When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope you're having a magical day and a magical week. But before we get into anything like that, I want to give my thoughts and prayers to uh, everyone affected by the hurricane. Hurricane Ian uh, really did a number on Florida. A A lot of places down there, a lot of cities affected, a lot of people affected, um, you know, I, I know Disney in Orlando is central Florida, so they don't get it as bad. You know, mostly just dealing with wind and, you know, some rain and flooding. Uh, but some of these some of these beach towns, they look like they've just been completely destroyed. Uh, Fort Myers got hit really bad. Sanibel got hit bad. You know, I have friends in, in Fort Myers, and it is just tough. It's a tough situation, you know, especially like I'm a thousand miles away you know, what can I do? What can I say to help make things better? You know, I can't, you know, it's tough to, you know, tell someone, Hey, you know, just hang in there. It'll be okay. Like I've had some, some bad moments in my life and sometimes, you know, the words can't help you. You just gotta, you just gotta keep pushing through. You gotta try and keep your head up. You gotta try and stay positive as much as you can. Um, you know, as, as long as you're safe, you can, you know, you can make it through, you know, these, these rough situations. My dad always told me from a young age, he always taught me, you know, your safety is the most important thing. As long as you're safe, whether it was, you know, with car accidents or anything like that, you know, stuff, items, those are replaceable, you know, your, you, your life are not. So that's just kind of how I've always looked at it. That's how you kind of got to look at it, you know, and then, you know, if any of you guys were affected by it or have friends and family affected by it, that's just try to be there for them. And, you know, know that you have a lot of people out there thinking of you and, and hoping the, you know, for the best. So hopefully everyone listening is okay. You know, got uh, everything in order. Hopefully I can provide a little bit of, you know, relief here. Um, you know, the Florida weather is, is crazy t- to begin with, which is the topic of this episode. But when you see a hurricane like this and you see like before and after pictures, it's, uh, it's definitely a, a, a humbling experience from someone like me who, like I said, is a thousand miles away, just following updates on Twitter. You know, this episode's probably going to be a little shorter. Um, I had an episode I was working on, but with the hurricane and uh, everything going on there at Disney, I figured might as well just cover that now instead. So it's going to be a little, a little bit of a shorter episode. We'll be talking about hurricanes and Disney and kind of like the Disney Florida weather in general. So, you know, for me, I, my family, like we, we have always found the weather and storms very interesting. You know, it, it, I'm sure it started with my grandpa. He, whenever there was a big storm, he was the first to inform everyone in the family. He would, you know, if we had a storm here, you know, he would tell everyone, hey, there's a storm coming, you know, be ready, be careful, all this stuff. Every single time up until, you know, I was probably 30 years old, he'd, you know, give us the, the breakdown on the storm that's coming. He just was always fascinated by it, and he's kind of passed that on to the rest of his family. You know, my my parents especially too. Like whenever we would have a bad storm, 
you know, when I was a kid, like it was like the same thing. We'd have, you know, we'd have like the flashlights ready. We'd have like the plan ready, have the weather radio going, have the news on. Um, as I was, you know, younger and, and hiding in the basement, my dad would be, you know, on the front porch watching everything happen. You know, there's lightning and rain and wind, tornado sirens, and he's outside on the porch, like watching everything. And he's kind of passed that, you know, down on to me. Like, I find storms and stuff very interesting. Uh, this whole time, like the last week with the hurricane coming, um, I've had the weather channel on pretty much 95% of the time, just trying to keep up with it and, you know, texting my, my friends about it. I have friends and family down in Florida texting them about it. Um, you know, it's uh, up here in Chicago, obviously we don't have hurricanes Um We've, we've gotten bad storms. We get tornadoes in Illinois. You know, Chicago doesn't really get tornadoes too much. Um, you know, some of the suburbs have, have been hit bad over the last few years. Um, so I've always just kind of had like a, uh, I don't know, like just so intrigued by storms and weather and find some of it just exciting, relaxing, um, exhilarating. You know, I, I joke with my friends and they, they know this, like I have a storm chasing playlist on my Spotify. Um, I've always kind of just wanted to be like a storm chaser, um, like with tornadoes, like a tornado storm chaser, you know, get in my truck, put on some music and, and track a tornado, try to outrun it. That's just kind of how I've always been. Um, you know, hurricanes I haven't had to deal with too much. So it's different. You know, water is different. Water is a different animal. Like a, a tornado, usually when you get bad weather in a tornado, it, it comes and goes in, in a few minutes, a few seconds sometimes. You know, a hurricane, I think they got rain for like 48 straight hours. Like it's different beast. It's a different beast. But that's kind of just a little bit about me and, you know, my, my fascination with weather and storms. So we're going to kind of get into that. Like I said, it's going to be probably a shorter episode here, but we're going to be talking about Disney and hurricanes and everything that kind of goes on there. So let's go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. As we all know, you can get some crazy weather down in Florida. Now, like me, I've been going to Disney my entire life, and we would always go in the heart of summer in July, and specifically in July, uh, you can guarantee a few things. One, it's going to be hot. Two, it's going to be humid. Three, it's going to rain every day. And four, you're going to get storms. You're going to get some crazy storms. And kind of like how I mentioned in uh, my intro there, my family has always had, you know, uh, you know, like a, a big interest in storms. We always found them cool and exciting, especially down in Florida. You know, grandpa loved those Florida storms and we all kind of did. Um, I can remember specifically uh, a couple instances. One time, you know, we, uh, we had just gotten in. There was our first day uh, in on Disney property. And I believe, you know, um, our room wasn't ready yet. Um, so what we would do, our tradition was the first day we would meet up and get something to eat at a place called Miami Subs. And then we would go and drive and, and walk around Celebration. We'd walk around Celebration. They had like this giant fountain there we would go and play in. We'd walk around, just kind of 
hang out there. And I remember we're leaving, and all of a sudden, this big, bad storm starts to roll in. And we're watching it. It's getting dark, and we're getting, you know, okay, it's time to go. And I remember we got lost. Um, now, you got to remember, this is like 1998, probably. There's no... Um, uh, no Apple Maps or Google Maps or not even MapQuest yet. Um, we were just driving around, kept making wrong turn after wrong turn as this giant storm comes rolling in. We finally, you know, made it back to the hotel right as it started pouring. Uh, I remember that sticking out specifically. And another time too, we were at Old Key West. I remember a pretty bad storm. I think there was actually like tornado warnings um, in the Orlando area. Uh, and I remember like my dad and my grandpa uh, sitting on the patio at Old Key West or the balcony, you know, watching the storm. And I remember like hiding underneath a table because I was like eight years old and scared that there was a tornado warning in Disney. Uh, just two kind of specific memories that I have. And, you know, Disney, I believe with this last one with Hurricane Ian, you know, they closed uh, for the day. Uh, they closed all the parks and I believe Disney Springs as well. And you know, that's, that's a good thing for, for many reasons, but I believe that was only like the eighth time ever that Disney has closed due to a hurricane, which is crazy to think about eight times in 50 years, uh, considering how many, you know, storms and how much it rains in Florida. That's pretty impressive. You know, especially now, you know, with it closing, it's just a smart thing to do. It's a, it's just a different time now. It's a different era. Um, it's kind of like, uh, you know, kids in schools. Like, I know if you're my age or older, you know that when you were a kid, very rarely did you have a snow day. It had to be a blizzard. Uh, if you're, actually, I mean, if you're from, if you're from where I'm from, if you're from Florida, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But it had to be a blizzard, a whiteout condition blizzard, crazy winds, high snow, and that was the only way you got a uh, a snow day. You know, nowadays it's a little different. Um, you know, now kids up here in Chicago, I know like the last few years, if it's like super cold, they just cancel school. Like I never had, it, it would be negative 20 degrees and I'd be walking into school, you know, with my little winter coat on. And now, you know, if it gets close to zero, they just say, yeah, you know what, let's just cancel class. And, you know, now we can just do remote and zoom. It's kind of like that with Disney. Like we're smart enough now. It's probably better off for the guests uh, and more importantly, maybe even it, it's better for the employees too, the cast members. You know, you don't want them having to drive through terrible conditions just to get to work to, you know, to to accommodate us. Like that's what I would feel like bad about. Um, so I'm glad they kind of just do the smart thing, cancel it. Everyone just kind of hunker down, stay indoors, and just kind of be safe. Um, but it's still, it's pretty crazy to think that only eight times. Uh, since you know Disney World opened in 1971, you know I've uh, I was following all the uh, all the posts and all the stuff on on Twitter and on Instagram of you know people who were you know kind of stuck at Disney uh, during the hurricane. And it's kind of weird because you have everyone in the hotels and you know usually everything is pretty spread out because you got people going to the parks, you got people going to the restaurants, people going to water parks, Disney Springs. But now when literally everything is closed. And you have the majority of guests on property, you know, they don't have cars. They're just kind of stuck there. You know, what do you do? So I was following that. You know, I have a few thoughts on that. And I posted something on Instagram earlier today. Um, if you haven't, you can follow me there, Disney World Today. 
one of the big blog sites, and I'll call them out, WDWNT, WDW News Today. Um, they're kind of like my rivals because technically I had my Instagram first. My Instagram is Disney World Today. Their company, their blog is called WDW News Today. Um, and I, I feel like uh, you know we're just bitter rivals because of the name. But they posted a YouTube video and a clip that um, kind of, I'm going to be honest, kind of pissed me off. Um, you know, the, the thumbnail itself was a picture of the Disney gates with like a, with like a hurricane in the corner. And it said trapped at Disney during a hurricane. And I kind of got upset about that because it's obviously clickbait. If you follow them, they literally posted that they were going to head to Disney to, you know, during the hurricane to kind of just blog everything and post everything. They weren't trapped there. They chose to go there. And it, it pisses me off because, like I said, I have friends in, in Florida who lost their entire house. Everything in their house is gone, you know. And you got someone uh, who who runs a, you know, pretty big successful blog saying, oh, look at us. We're trapped at Disney. You're, you're not trapped. There's people who are actually trapped, you know. And even if you're at Disney... You know, oh, you know, some people may say, oh, you're at Disney, it's fun, you're, you're stuck there, whatever, it's not a big deal. You know, what if people are, are you know, at Disney on vacation, their trip's supposed to end, they're supposed to be heading home, and now they can't, they're stuck. Now, you know, financially, it starts to play a toll. Like, uh, a few years back, me and my wife uh, went to Las Vegas in April, and we went, left on a Thursday, coming back Sunday, perfect, we got to go to work the next day, no big deal. Sunday, we get to the airport. Sunday morning, they cancel every flight out of Vegas to Chicago. There was a freak snowstorm in Chicago. That was a big deal because, one, we had to pay for another night hotel stay. We had to reschedule a flight, which is a hassle in itself, which, you know, I don't think we had to pay extra for. I think Southwest, you know, whatever, it just rolls over. But we had to pay for another night in a hotel. We had to pay for transportation back to the a hotel. And then back to the airport the next day, I had to, I had no more like, um, you know, vacation days at work. So now I got to communicate with my boss on what to do. You know, I can't take a sick day cause I'm not sick. I don't want to not get paid, you know? So I had to deal with that. Like same thing at Disney, except now, you know, imagine if you're a family with a four, you know, how do you deal with that? You got to, you know, pay for another night in the hotel. That's not cheap. You got to pay you know, whatever for, for food and, and stuff like that. And you got to deal with work and getting, you know, back to, you know, your home. And it's a big deal. It's, it's stressful. And it just, it, to me, it just kind of seemed like WDWNT was kind of, you know, almost making a mockery of it. Like, you know, like it wasn't a big deal. Like, oh, look, we're trapped. You're, you're not trapped. There are, are actually people who are trapped. There's people who trapped, you know, in different parts of Florida, there's people trapped at Disney, which again, it doesn't sound like a bad thing, but it can be, you know, you don't know people's financial situations and it's just something maybe don't, don't use for clickbait. That's all I'm saying. Like I, I get covering, you know, what's going on at Disney. I get it. You know, I, myself, I found it interesting. Like, oh, I wonder what people are doing. I wonder what they're doing about food. And it was cool to see and informing to see you know, oh, look, Disney's selling like hurricane pre-made food kits. They're having activities in the lobbies. They're having activities, you know, out by the pool. 
I enjoy seeing that stuff, but just don't make a joke of it. Don't make a mockery and pretend that you're trapped during a hurricane at Disney just for views and just for clicks. That's that's what bothered me. You know, and that being said, like if I had to be stuck somewhere for, for a hurricane, I would love to be stuck at Disney. Me and my wife were talking about it. Like, what if we lived, you know, down in Florida, like on the coast, like where would we go? You know, I said, oh, let's, we would go to Disney, you know, get a room at Disney. You know, you're going to be safe. You know that they're probably not going to lose power or anything like that. They're going to have food. They're going to have security and staff. And there's usually plenty of hotel rooms. Um, you know, to me, it would just be kind of cool to ride out a hurricane there because I would feel safe. I know a few years back, I had a cousin who was down in Florida, and there was a hurricane, and they were at Disney, and they, um, him and his friends were all uh, in a room at the Contemporary, and I was getting Snapchats from him at like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. He was going and, and just taking videos of outside and what it looked like, and th- to me, someone who finds storms fascinating and loves the weather channel and keeping up with it, like that was so cool to me. You know, I would have loved to have been there to kind of document it and you know feel safe inside the contemporary during a bad you know big storm and you know it would be pretty cool if uh, if i had to choose somewhere to be that's uh that's definitely where i would be you know when i was a kid um i had to be like six or seven years old um the family's going to disney uh like i've said if you've listened to the podcast before my aunt my two cousins and my grandma they would drive and they would leave a couple days earlier you know, they would drive down to uh, to Orlando and we'd meet them there. Me, my parents, my sister, my grandpa, we would fly. So it comes down to our trip. It's a couple days before and they're talking about this hurricane. And, you know, my aunt had already left. Um, you know, my grandpa was hyping it up to us. He's like, hey, I don't know if we're going to be going. You know, there's this hurricane coming. What are we going to do? And my dad would tell him, hey, you know, it's still, it's still, you know, out at sea. It could turn into a tropical storm. It could, you know, shift and miss us. Like, let's not worry about it now. Comes down to the night before, and, uh, you know, we're getting ready, and my grandpa calls my dad. He's telling him again, like, I don't know if we're going to be going. You know, the the hurricane, it's going to hit us. And my dad's like, it's not that bad. You know, Orlando's in the middle of the state. How bad could it be? And I remember he turned on the weather channel, and there was a, a weatherman or a, a newscaster live from Orlando. <laughs> there was like a palm tree bent completely like 90 degrees. And my dad's like, oh, man, we're not, we're not going. We're not going. So that night or the next morning, my mom um, calls the airlines. And we change our flight to fly into, I want to say it was like Fort Lauderdale. They still had a flight open, you know, for however it was, you know, it was flying like around the storm. And so my mom's like, you know, we still want to go. We don't want to, you know, cancel our trip, whatever. Um, let's fly to Fort Lauderdale and just drive to Orlando. So I remember we flew into Fort Lauderdale. We get there. There's like no one around. Everything's like abandoned. We, you know, we rent a car and we drove kind of through, you know, a tropical storm slash hurricane rains you know, to Orlando, to Disney. And uh, that's something my dad would always bring up. It was one of his, like his and my grandpa's like favorite stories to tell. Just like that couple days before, like grandpa warning us like, hey, I don't know, there's a bad storm coming. And my dad just being like, nah, it's fine. It's, you know, we're going to Orlando. It's the middle of the state. We're fine. 
And then like the night before, like, oh, it's bad. And my dad's like, no, no, no. As he turns on the weather channel to see the guy in Orlando with the palm tree bending. It's, it's just uh, one of those family stories I love to hear. It was, you know, pr- probably the, the worst storm I've been in, um, in in Disney. You know, it's pretty actually remarkable considering I've been to, to Disney every summer in July that we didn't get uh, kind of stuck in more. Um, I guess probably because, you know, hurricane season, I think, starts a little later. You know, August, September. I got, you know, when I was a really young kid, we'd go, you know, end of July to like early August. So we'd kind of be there a little bit. But, um, you know, I just got married in Siesta Key on August 20th. And we were kind of, you know, rolling, <laughs> rolling the dice there. That's for sure. You know, even if it wasn't like a hurricane, the fact that we made it through that wedding um, without any rain or storms, I... <laughs> I am thankful. I have no idea because I, I don't have good luck. I have bad luck. I know that. I've accepted it. I'm like Stanley Yelnats. Um, the fact that we were able to get through that wedding without rain, I was, I will just never believe that because I thought for sure there'd be a hurricane, there'd be rain, there'd be lightning. And I was like thinking in my head the entire time, like, just get us past the ceremony because we got married outside on the beach. Uh, and then the ceremony was also outside, but at least that was like underneath like a canopy tent. And, um, you know, as we're getting ready, I think the ceremony started at 4.30. It's like 4.05, 4.10. Me and my groomsmen are dressed, ready, kind of just waiting. And we're standing there. We're all in the same room, just kind of doing our thing, playing on our phones. And we hear this loud crack of thunder. And without hesitation, all of my groomsmen, they all just kind of turned and looked at me. And I just went, yep. Okay, I'm just thinking in my head, like, let's just get this ceremony going. Let's get get on the sand, get this over with, and, uh, you know, get underneath the, underneath the tents. But somehow it missed us, never uh, never got any rain, so kind of felt lucky with that. And, you know, and most of my Disney trips, like, we've, you know, we've had rain. Like, you go in July, you kind of know it's going to rain every day. Uh, but in July, um, you know, it rains for like an hour between like two and four o'clock. It's going to rain and storm for an hour. Then it's going to clear up and you can go back out to the parks and you just kind of get used to that. Uh, and my, my family, I, you know, I'm, I know I'm kind of talking about a lot of personal and family stories on this episode, but, um, my family, we have certain names for certain storms down in Florida. The first one is a gully washer. Uh, and the other term is called an alluvii. Now, I don't know if those are real words or not. You'll have to uh, let me know. But <laughs> those are words or phrases that my grandpa and my dad would use to describe the weather and storms down in Florida. Now, there's a difference between the two. A gully washer is just a lot of rain. That's it. Just a lot of rain, a steady rain, a heavy rain. But in a Louie a Louie that's different. That's a powerful storm. You see clouds rolling in. It, the sky turns black, there's lightning, there's thunder, it's a downpour, it's raining sideways. That's an Aluhiai. And uh, I don't think I could have gotten through this episode without mentioning it because my family, they all know if you say gully washer, if you say Aluhiai, they know what you're talking about. And all my friends and, uh, you know, my wife, who, anyone who's come to Disney with us, they've heard us say those words. And the first time they were like, a what? <laughs> and, uh, that's uh, exactly what it is, uh, a gully washer and a Louie. 
You know, it was it was nice to see though that Disney is so prepared and uh, ready to help everyone who is stuck there at their hotels. Um, they had, like I said, uh, they had like pre-made meal kits that you could buy, and it was like sandwiches and cereal and and, and stuff like that. Um, simple stuff, but you know, um, what I, what I liked most is that they didn't like price gouge you on it. Like everything was between like five and seven dollars. You know, meal kits, you know, and, and snacks and stuff, and that it, it's there's really nothing else that they could do. I guess. Um, for whatever reason, they couldn't just keep the regular food menus up. Maybe it has to do with the cast members and stuff and the cooks and all the, the chefs and stuff. So the box food had, you know, had to do it. And luckily it was only a day, you know, so you can kind of get through it. And I liked, too, that they were providing as much entertainment as they could, you know, at the resorts. There's, you're, there's only so much you can do. Um, and it's mostly for, like, the little kids and stuff. You've got a lot of younger kids and stuff who get stir-crazy. You know, you, uh, you got to find a way to entertain them as, as much as you can. With, with that many people, that many kids getting stir-crazy, like, got to try to keep them un- entertained. And there was a, a, such a cute picture. Um, a bunch of guests and kids were in one of the lobbies. Uh, one of the lobbies that has, like, one of those TVs that you can kind of, um, that they have going, like, by check-in so that, like, you know, when, uh, you know, your parents are checking in or whatever, you can go sit on the couch and watch TV. And there were, you know, characters watching the TV uh, with some of the kids. And it was like Chip and Max. Uh, it was just cool to see. And you want to talk about memories. Like imagine, you know, getting a picture of that. Or imagine being like an eight-year-old kid. You know, you can tell your friends at school that, um, you know, oh, I was at Disney stuck in a hurricane. And we watched cartoons with Chip and Dale and Max and Goofy. Or, you know, as you grow older, you think about those memories. Like, that's that's a memory, and that's Disney doing what they can, you know, providing the magic that they can in that situation. Um, and it's it's cute. It's good to see. It makes it feel good. And it's, you're, it's, it's really like making the best out of a bad situation. You know, and I really do feel for the cast members that were there and stuck it out and were working at the hotels and um, I'm not sure what like they have to do. I don't know if they were able to kind of stay at the hotel um, or if they had to like travel and, and commute. But dealing with all those people, you saw the lines for the food. You saw the lines for like the uh, at the front desk. I'm sure a lot of people with questions. Um, the lines look so long and I'm sure they had to deal with a lot of um, angry, a lot of scared, a lot of you know, confused guests. Um, so hats off to the cast members for doing, you know, everything that they can and providing as much, you know, hospitality and magic as they could. But that's pretty much all I have for this, uh, for this week's episode, kind of a different episode. Like I said, uh, I had another one planned, but you know, with, with what was going on at Disney, I just kind of wanted to touch on a few topics and, you know, kind of talk about a few personal stories with storms and hurricanes at Disney um, if you've ever been at Disney during a hurricane uh, and you follow me on Instagram, uh, shoot me a message there. Let me know what it was like, what you guys did. Was it, you know, did, was it accommodating? Were you scared? Like, uh, let me know over there on Instagram your experience. If you can, uh, wherever you're listening to this, hit that subscribe button. Give me a follow. Give me a like. Give me a rating, a review. Whatever you can do uh, always helps. I'm trying to get as many ears on this podcast as possible. Uh, You can't leave a review on Spotify. You can leave a rating. 
if you're listening on your iPhone or your iPad, anything like that, head over to the podcast app. Uh, if you search my name there, you can leave me a review. And if you leave me a review, if you write me one and it's good and it's not uh, making fun of me or telling me how bad I did, uh, then I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. But that's all I got. Like I said, kind of in the intro, if you were affected by it or you know someone who has your friends or family, I hope you're all safe and you just got to keep plugging along. You got to do what you got to do to get through it. Try to keep your head up. Try to hang in there. Um, and I know it's easy for me, to, for me to say, but that's all you can kind of do in these situations. And I appreciate all you guys listening. I appreciate you guys on Instagram, TikTok, wherever you follow me. Um, like I always say too, my DMs are always open. If you guys just want to chat about Disney, if you have questions, comments, ideas for the show, uh, hit me up on Instagram. You guys know I love talking with you, but that's all I got. I enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good weekend and we'll see you next week. Oh yeah. Always remember, it all started with a mouse.